what's going on, Beastie Bro? <laughs> it's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington. I'm here in the basement of General Fitness Company Studio in Ballakinwood, Pennsylvania, recording episode number 26 of TR Expert Talks. Yeah, buddy, I'm getting myself mentally and physically prepared for my trip tomorrow back to my alma mater, Gus Davis Adolphus College. I used to have to say it like that. I don't know why. <laughs> Try saying that 10 times fast. Gus Davis Adolphus College. Anyways. <laughs> So um, I, I think I made an executive decision and I might do one podcast. I might do one podcast with one of my buddies, uh, Charleston, who ran on the track team. Or maybe my boy Ryan Hogue, who also ran on my track team and was like my arch nemesis in track. It, we used to go down with me and Ryan Hogue back in the days. Like he's got the 100 meter dash record and I have the 200 meter dash record. He beat me by like a hundredth of a second in the 100 and I just blew him out of the water in a 200. So... I don't know if I'm going to go back and run. I'm a little tight right now. I was trying to do a little bit of hard running today, and I was like, mm-mm, I don't know if I should do that. <laughs> so we'll see. But yeah, uh, like I said, I'm making an executive decision. So um, the, the podcast over the next week or so are going to be few and far in between. So um, this is a good opportunity for you to catch up on some old episodes if you haven't. So anyways, um, I hope you enjoy this episode. Today we're going to be talking about uh, running again. A little bit more about running. I was thinking about me back in track and you know, Gus Davis and how I was like the man on the track team. And I was like, let me talk about running again. And actually, I was talking to somebody else today about running. And uh, they said they just can't run. There's actually a reason behind that. And today we're going to talk about that in this episode. So, uh... So stay tuned, because we're about to get it on like Donkey Kong. Episode number 26, Running. It's not for everyone. Let go! All right, so running. Let's talk about it, huh? <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to talk about this because, you know, I was just reminiscing. You know, I, I'm, I'm heading back to my alma mater. I was just thinking about, like, man, I did some pretty good things back in the day, you know? <laughs> I had six All-American awards I won. I was a three-time team MVP. And um, I ran track post-collegially in Spain. So I had a good time of running. And I've been since teaching people how to run. It hasn't been my main thing. I'm so diverse with my interests. That, um, you know, I just didn't want to stick with track. I, I'm, you know, I could definitely teach anybody how to be fast, or at least faster than they are. But um, my love is just being versatile in what I know. You know, I'm, I'm a regular renaissance man, and I, uh, I went to school for psychology. That, hence the, uh, the mindset on the back end of a lot of these episodes. I also did ballet. <laughs> I, was a, I was a ballet dancer for a little bit. Um, I was a good bowler for a little bit. I was in some bowling leagues back when I was younger. Uh, I, well, I was going to say, I was going to mention baseball, but baseball was just not my thing. I was just not a fan of somebody throwing a ball at me faster than I can see it. <laughs> so baseball was out. Yeah, I was a pretty versatile athlete with versatile interests. You know, I love, I love listen, reading books. Uh, I love watching Jeopardy. That's my thing. This is Jeopardy. <laughs> so, you know, I have diverse interests. I do really well when I watch Jeopardy, by the way. Um, so if you ever want a quizzo partner, call me up. I got you. <laughs> we will win, guaranteed. Anyways, though, I'm way off topic here. We're, gonna t we're talking about running, and I'm over here talking about quizzo. You know, I think that's why you love this podcast so much, because <laughs> sometimes I might be talking about one thing, and you catch me way off in left field talking about something else. But um, I always bring it back, right? So let's bring it back to the running. 
So back in the days, uh, I'm reminiscing now, back in the days when I ran track, we had, had this great track team. I ran track out in Minnesota. Uh, as you can imagine, there weren't a lot of people that looked like me on the team. <laughs> we had a couple of farm kids on my team. But we ended up having, winning, conference, winning a few conference championships and um, had one of the fastest teams ever. In fact, I still don't think anybody's broken any of our school records. So that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of good. But um, I was thinking about it because, you know, we had a different team. You know, our, our team, even though we were pretty good sprinters, uh, we had like one really good distance guy and we had one, one or two good throwers. So running, it's not for everybody. <laughs> and, it's, uh, and it's true because not everybody has the body for running. I talked about this before. I can't remember what episode it is, but I talked about this before and uh, the different body types. And, um, you know, there's a mesomorph, the ectomorph, and the endomorph. And in the respect to the fact that these different body types need different workouts, they're also going to be performing in different ways. You know, obviously, your, your ectomorph is going to be um, <laughs> a little bit thinner. You know, those are the thinner people. So that's most likely going to be the people that you're going to see as distance runners. Right? So your ectomorph is the tall, thin, slender person that can't really put on muscle. Those are like guaranteed distance runners. Then you have the other people that are the endomorphs, which is the complete opposite. And the endomorphs are most likely going to be like your um, throwers, you know, distance throwers, um, uh, shot put throwers. Maybe not so much your javelin throwers. You kind of see uh, javelin throwers along the lines of um, that other group, which is the mesomorphs. And the mesomorphs are like those muscle bound people, don't have really a lot of fat on them. And, you know, there's the sprinters, the, you know, the 200, the 100, 200 people, maybe somewhat 400 people. Meso, that's probably a different version of a mesomorph, but still at the same time, it's a mesomorph. So, in respect to running, because there's different body types and there's different abilities, not everybody is a runner. And it's just true. And I was just talking to someone about this today, and they're saying, like, I don't like to run and I'm not good at it. And I was like, you know, probably your typical person would say, well, you just haven't tried hard enough. But I'm one to believe that everybody has their own innate abilities that they were born with. So I believe that everybody has their innate abilities. And you're, you have abilities, you have your strengths, you have your weaknesses. But I feel like you can only go so far with your weaknesses. You know, like if you're a thrower, you're a thrower. If you're an endomorph and your body is just structured to lift heavier weights and, you know, just kind of, you know what an endomorph looks like. You've seen a thrower. <laughs> uh, they're not built to run sprints and they're most certainly not built to run distances. They can, yes, just like anything else, they can, but that's not their strength. You know, they're going to be a thrower. And um, an endomorph is, uh, an endo- endomorph is going to be a thrower. An ectomorph is going to be a distance runner. And a mesomorph is going to be a sprinter. And that, that's pretty much what it is. I mean, it's, this is, it doesn't take too much, to, uh, too much observation to see that, like, if you are, you know, if you're muscle-bound and you have a lot of uh, muscle and not a lot of fat and you can jump really high, that, you're, <laughs> that your strength is most likely going to be uh, speed. You're going to be someone that's going to move really fast in a short burst. If you're someone that's thin and tall and, and doesn't lift a lot of heavy weights and can't put on fat, then you're most likely going to be someone that's going to be an ectomorph. 
and you're not going to be uh, running fast for, <laughs> you're not going to be running fast, but you might run kind of fast for a long time. And obviously, our last category, the endomorph, if you are, uh, <laughs> if you're lifting weights heavy, but you can't, you know, you don't have uh, extreme uh, speed in your lifting, and you are not running for a long period of time, or at least not at any, um, at any Olympic <laughs> world record um, speeds, then yeah, I think you should uh, consider that you might be an endomorph. So there's nothing against or nothing for any of these types of uh, bodies. It's just what we are. Don't worry about your weaknesses. Don't try to be a sprinter when you're a distance runner. Don't try to be a thrower <laughs> when you're a sprinter. You could probably be a thrower, but you just, uh, well, that, along the lines of being a javelin thrower, that's your, that might be your end. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, there's uh, some places where everybody can win, but if you're not capitalizing on your strengths, then you uh, will never win. So, this is, uh, we're going, we're right in it. We just kind of just right in, went right into the uh, real world life lesson off of my uh, reminiscing. But yes, Broham. That's how it works. Name of the game, play to win, improve your strengths, and screw your weaknesses. So let's go ahead and talk about this for a second before we finish this episode. So if you play to your strengths here, my friend, that's a great thing. If you play to your weaknesses, then you're always gonna lose. So instead of playing to your weaknesses and trying to improve your weaknesses, play to your strengths, make your strengths the best strengths you can make, do whatever you do, get your networks together, or whatever it is. Make your strengths pay off for you, and then pay off somebody to work on your weaknesses. So what I mean by having somebody work on your weaknesses is not hire somebody to um, coach you or whatever. Although, um, if your weakness is in fitness, uh, I would highly, highly have you consider that um, <laughs> you should still work on your fitness with a uh, <clears throat> qualified coach. <laughs> no, if you um, work on your strengths, then you have plenty of resources left over to have somebody help you with your weaknesses. For instance, my weakness is an organization. I work hard, but organization is not my best thing. So, <laughs> I am currently on the search for someone to help me with my organization in, in this company. So, yeah. So, on the back end, actually, if you are someone that's good at uh, working with organization and helping organize things, hit a brother up. <laughs> no, but for real... Um, I would love it if you really considered that because I think that's really something that a lot of people get wrong. They, uh, instead of working on their strengths and just, you know, past their uh, perceived potential, they uh, work on their weaknesses and always tread water. And that's just, like I said, that's just not a winning way to play the game. So be a winner, work on your strengths, screw your weaknesses. <laughs> All right, so that's what I got for today. Um, uh, let's go ahead and uh, head over to the conclusion. I got a little something for you to uh, chew on at the end of this episode. So um, let's go ahead and talk soon. Oh, man, that was a good one, huh? Episode number 26 of the TR Expert Talks had the TR Expert going down memory lane. <laughs> you know, that was actually pretty fun, thinking back on uh, my college teammates on the track team and their strengths. And <laughs> it was kind of funny to imagine that they, uh, uh, they, we'd have a, uh, some of our best distance runners lifting heavy weights or some of our best throwers, our all-American throwers, <laughs> running long distance. 
Yeah, you know, it's it's funny when you think about it, but in all actuality, that's what a lot of people are doing nowadays with their lives. They're trying to work on their weaknesses. Meanwhile, all they're doing is just treading water. I have to admit that I ran across the same thing myself. You know, I'm growing up in elementary school and all the way through uh, my first career, uh, I had people telling me that, Jerry, you know, if you want to be great, you just got to work on your weaknesses. If you improve on your weaknesses, then you just won't have any weaknesses that people can get you from. So um, that's how you should play the game. Don't play to lose. Don't play to draw, play to win. Work on your strengths, improve your potential, and forget all that weak stuff. <laughs> forget that weak stuff. <laughs> no, but for real though, forget that weak stuff. Work on your strengths and uh, work on your strengths so much that you attract others that have your weaknesses as their strengths. Ah, aha! <laughs> Where's the spoon? <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, that's a little uh, coming to America reference for all you uh, movie heads out there. Where's the spoon? <laughs> so anyways, that's what it's all about. Uh, I really appreciate you listening to this episode. And uh, you know what I'd appreciate more though? I'd appreciate you sharing this episode. Share it with your mom. Share it with your dad. Share it with your friends. Hell, share it with your uh, arch nemesis, Bob down the street. We know who Bob is. <laughs> Bob is that guy down the street that's talking all this mess, talking about carbs are always bad. Sugar is good if you need quick energy. <laughs> Bob's talking all that mess. And on top of all that, he's still on that Atkins diet. <laughs> no, but for real though, I would love it if you share this with Bob because you know what? If you help, If you help Bob, who knows what you could do to save the world? You know, <laughs> you know. In all reality, though, um, if you don't share with Bob, he's not your. Fr- he, he he's not close to you, right? You don't talk to him that much. But and if you don't share it with your family or friends, that's cool with me too. I understand you might be a little busy, but hey, you know, you never know who you can help, and yeah, knowledge is power. And if you can empower your friends, who knows where you could where it could take you in your life. So um, share, 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 and if you don't share, hey. Leave a review wherever you're listening to this right now, wherever you, whether it's Google Play or iTunes or Anchor or wherever um, other platform you might be listening. Because this, I think, I don't even know how many platforms we put this out on. It's like eight or something like that. So there's, you could be listening to it on some obscure platform I don't even know about yet. But anyways, wherever you're listening to this, leave a review. I would love it. Whether it's one star or five stars, it doesn't matter. Every review is oxygen. For the fire that is this podcast. It just helps us go just a little bit further. And it helps us get found a little bit easier. Much appreciated. Alright, well that does it for our day. Episode number 26 is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, keep good company.